1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's
0: plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. In this episode, I continue my conversation with Hakeem Cunningham, and we start to break down one of the simplest routines you can start right now to get control of your fitness. Get up and get ready to jump, because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big changes, They changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaves Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas. And listen, I'm not going to uh, belabor this point anymore. I have Hakeem Cunningham on the show. He is breaking down for us some simple things we can do to start improving our fitness. Uh, So I'm just going to jump right back into the episode. If you have not listened to yesterday's episode, make sure you do that. It's absolutely worth it. Now let's roll into part two. So Hakeem, are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Awesome. So I've been telling the audience now for two episodes that we are going to break down a simple routine that we can do at home to start getting control of our fitness. So why don't we start by you just sort of running through what that routine is. Explain it to us. And then I'm sure I'm going to have a million questions. So we'll dive into that after.
1: All right. Well, a simple routine that you can do is it's one of two things. I mean, it depends on when, how your work schedule works out. If you are someone who has a nine to five, I wouldn't look at it as a, a bad thing. You're actually very lucky in that you can wake up and have 30 minutes to yourself right in the morning. If you go to sleep on time, you can wake up well enough time to work out, take a shower, relax, have breakfast and then go to work. An easy, easy workout strategy if if you haven't been working out and if you have New Year's aspirations is to, to start walking and not walking like you're a nurse and you're on your feet all day, but taking time to walk in dedication to fitness. So I would say just start out by walking for 10 minutes. You can bring your iPod. You can bring your cell phone and make a business call. If you'd run a business, that's a great time to make business calls is doing that walk. So that way you don't feel like you're losing time. Go for a nice 10, 20-minute walk and then eventually start pushing that distance up and that time up to 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour and stretching. So walking and stretching are very big. Take at least 20 minutes to stretch. Walk for 10 minutes, stretch for 20 minutes that's 30 minutes of your day and you're, you're right on track to the fitness life. That so
0: hold on. up, let's dive into that really quickly. Tell us a little bit about uh, the benefits of walking because I can hear people being a little bit skeptical. I know I've done an episode on walking in the past. Uh, so go check that out if you feel like, you know, what the, what the heck is walking gonna do for me? It's one of the earlier ones. Unfortunately, I don't know the number, but I wanna hear from you. Like, What, what are we gonna get from that?
1: It's really interesting. I mean, I know we all really raised to a high level of, of we all revere athletes and that they're very healthy and we think they're going to live a long life and things like that. And to a degree, that's very true. Athletes are a lot very healthy, but it actually turns out that as humans, we were meant to walk. We are physically built to be very, very good walkers and be able to walk and lightly jog for a long period of time. So walking is actually the healthiest activity you can do. Sprinting and running at a hard Uh, Fast velocity and other types of exercise actually shake the organs up inside of our body, which is why it's best that you walk. And this is why that dogs and cheetahs and all other animals are on four feet, because when they run, their organs don't shake up as much. So they're built to run and we're built to walk.
0: So Um,
1: so as humans, the more we. Isn't that interesting? Um, The more that we take advantage of our adaptation to walking, it's healthy for us. It's healthy for our bones. It allows us to um, deal with gravity over time to stop the shrinking that happens at the older age. It is still a good aerobic workout. Um, The muscles are working constantly. The core muscles are working to keep everything in line when you're walking. And it's something that is uh, great for you if you're someone, again, who doesn't have time or if you have knee problems or back problems or things like that, and you feel like that has been your excuse or that your barrier, your hurdle that's in your way for uh, stopping you from being fit. You don't have to be the one that goes to the treadmill at the gym or is bench pressing. You can be the one that is walking 60 minutes a day and getting in some good oxygen and relaxation time that... Just doing that can make a difference.
0: That makes perfect sense. I I love that explanation as well. So for those of you listening, if you want to check out episode 70, uh, why you should get into walking, I I did a similar breakdown as, as well as one of the researched episodes. But okay, so. We've gotten into walking. Uh, that's something that I think we can all sort of integrate more into our lives, even if it's just, you know, choosing to walk over an, an alternative uh, form of transportation when it's close enough. So what's what's the next thing that we can do when we you know, feel like kicking it up a notch?
1: Another thing that you can do is if you have access to stairs, which a lot of people do. I personally live in an apartment complex, so I live on the second floor. So lucky for me, I have to walk upstairs every day if you live in a house, you have access to stairs. If you live in a workplace that has stairs, choose to take the stairs instead of the elevator. But if, again, if you have access to stairs, luckily mine are right outside my house, right outside my house. It's simply walking up and down stairs. If you're someone who has pain walking up stairs, you use the side railings and kind of retrain your body to, to handle the forces of going up stairs. Stairs are actually very good rehabilitation tool, I guess. And they're yeah, free, uh, which is which I always like to go with the free options. You can practice walking up the stairs and you can also practice walking down the stairs as well. There are plenty of exercises on YouTube that teach you how to mm-hmm. practice and work out and exercise on the stairs. Stairs target the uh, hip musculature, the gluteal maximus and medius at the outside. A lot of people who have back pain and who have knee pain, a lot of it comes from weak hip musculature. So if you're someone who starts walking and someone who starts utilizing stairs is not just a mode to get upstairs into your house but to exercise and you practice walking on the stairs you'll eventually build up the hip musculature to stabilize your hips to realign your knees and Love to hopefully that. alleviate Love some that. of the pains so, that you um, may have.
0: Okay, I'm I'm like reconsidering my own like daily routine to to start incorporating more stairs. Uh Okay, so what do you have for us next? Like I'm I'm pretty entranced right now. I've, I've already got so many ways that I can start to, to improve my own health going forward. But what else can we do?
1: So we've got the walking and we've got the stairs and, and you always want to try to, as it becomes easier, I mean, 10 minutes of walking is in general, isn't typically hard. As it begins to get easier, then you start making it into intervals. So I know a really big thing that's blown up over the last, I would say five yeah. years is high, uh, high intensity interval training where you really work hard for 20. I'm sure you've, you've, you've experienced it. You work really hard for a couple of seconds. You rest for even shorter. You work hard again, you rest. You work hard again, you rest. And Tabata is a big one as well, Pilates. One thing you can do with the walking is you do the same thing. You walk slow for five minutes and then you okay. walk really fast for 30 seconds and then you walk slow again and then you walk fast and then you eventually start to change over from walking slow and increase the time that you walk fast and kind of interval it that way. So you can turn your walking into a fun workout. You can incorporate small dumbbells. I went to uh, Marist College and I know uh, the staff members there. They had a little walking club and some of them would bring dumbbells and they'd walk around the building on their break with their dumbbells. So that's something interesting you can do. Um, One exercise that I do have in my exercise program is it's a couch sit to stand. Essentially you're sitting on your couch and you can do this exercise while you're watching TV. You're sitting on your couch and your challenge is to stand up from sitting. So now are you, and then you um, sit
0: back down just real and you quick stand back clarity, up. You are back you stand back uh, up? going all the way down um, again, to the point of sitting or is it more like a squat and then come up?
1: Yep. So you, What we're doing right for the early parts of the workout is we're building ourselves up to a squat. So there'll be a point where we're not using the couch anymore. For those people who are just getting into it, they may have to sit back down because the eccentric strength that your quads need and your glutes need and your hamstrings need to lower your body slowly for a squat and not completely sit down, those are the muscles you're training the way you get through workouts and get through exercise is you don't just jump into the gym and go hard the first day and then hate yourself. Right. Right. You build yourself and you train your muscles to handle the rigor of the exercise. So doing that couch sit to stand traits trains the the glute muscles, the butt muscles, both outside butt muscles and the bigger butt muscles. And it trains the quads that when I'm sitting down to a couch, I'm not just going to let my body go. Right. You're training yourself to slow right. yourself that, that down and regain control um, of Okay, so you mentioned before
0: uh, briefly this program that you have. Just sort of quickly walk us through what's in that.
1: So the program that I've, I have I recently uh, developed, it's a 24-day 24, 24 challenge. So I know on one of, well, a few of your podcasts, you've mentioned it, but of one of them you really hit on how long it takes to develop a habit. Everyone has their own research, uh, but the consensus is between 21 and 30 days. 30 days may be daunting, maybe uh, something that's very scary for most people, and 21 days may may seem like enough. So I figured 24 would be right in the middle and people can get started on it to get themselves ready for 2018. Basically, it starts with what I just described to you, the walking and the stretching, and it builds you up and trains you as the days go along to eventually, at the end of the workout program, you have the choice to start running or jogging, right? And that is an option. I know jogging may not be something that most people are interested in, but I'm preparing you to be able to handle jogging if that is something that you'd like to do. All of the workouts are at-home workouts, things that you can do in your living room, at your house. And like I mentioned before, I went to Marist College. I graduated with with my athletic training degree, my sports medicine degree. So I've incorporated a lot of rehabilitative exercise in this for the laypersons who hasn't worked out in maybe a couple of months or a couple of years. This takes you through working through a lot of the, the movements and the the um, ranges of motion that your body needs to, not just to exercise and feel fit, but to get rid of average daily living pain. So I know a lot of people may have pain reaching over their head because they have shoulder pain or back pain. A lot of people may have pain, like I said, going down the stairs. The exercises that i put into this program are both fitness exercises, but a lot, a lot of them are rehabilitative so that even if the person comes out of these 24 days and they're like, well, that was fun. I'm not really interested in going to the gym. They'll still have this entire catalog because at the end of 24 days, you're going to feel better than you ever felt before. The back pain is going to be less. The, the knee pain is going to begin to subside if you stick to the program. And if you're not someone who wants to lose 20 pounds, you can at least I follow that. this program so, and get well, I again and again to did keep alleviating uh, the, the back pain, the
0: knee pain, there. and the joint pain um, And And have. so this episode, it, we're recording it on the 4th. Uh, I'm actually going to drop this episode in on Friday the 8th. And, and there's a reason for that. Because from Saturday the 9th through the 31st, there are exactly 24 days left in 2018. So... Here's what I want you guys to do. I want you to head over to tinyleaps.today slash 24 days. tinyleaps.today slash 24 days to get your free access. It's, It's free, right? Yep. So get free access to this 24 day fitness challenge. This is something I'm doing in partnership with Akeem because yeah, I know free. so many of you want to get in control of your fitness. I know so many of you want to just really, really get back into into a place of health, into a place of feeling good in your own body and looking your best. And so make sure you head over to tinyleaps.today/24days to claim that right now. It's going to help you and it'll be a nice way to end off 2017 in your best shape possible. Uh, So Hakeem, listen, I want to thank you so much for everything you shared with us. I want to thank you for, for your knowledge and for your experience far more than I could have ever delivered if I tried to do this episode myself. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm really pumped. I think people are going to get a lot of value out of this.
1: Well, listen, thanks Greg for having me. I appreciate it. And you know, a lot of, a lot of the things I've learned, uh, even from you, from Tiny Leaps, is not a fitness podcast, but a lot of the things that I've learned from you, I incorporate into my Absolutely. own program. and um, if
0: there is so it, anything it we can do Tiny to support Leaps you in your quest to join the Olympics, Olympics. Uh, where, where can we um, find you? How can we, we reach out to you?
1: Uh, you can go to Ltd.com and under my work with me, you can contact me, or you can email me at anansi, A-N-A-N-S-I, I put my personal email and my personal phone number on everything because I'm a very open person. People can call me and text me at any time.
0: And yeah, I'd love Perfect. to, to and, join uh, any conversation. Again, with head over to tinyleapstoday uh, help me or join in days. On the, uh, when uh, you sign up for that I'm free doing. program, you're actually going to get contacted by by Hakeem himself. So that might be a good way of getting in touch as well, if that's something you want. So again, tinyleaps.today/slash twenty four days. With that said, thank you so much for listening. This has been a fantastic two-parter, so much value, and I'm so excited to see uh, how many people actually benefit from this. Uh, I want to say thanks again to Hakeem, and uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button because we are dropping episodes leading up to the beginning of the year to help you dominate 2018, to help you get more out of your life It's what we do here. So uh, I've been Greg Cloonis. Thanks again for listening. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day.